Before we start this episode of Muff Movies, I want to extend a thank you to Zachary Ainsley and Michael Casey. Thank you for supporting the show. This episode is sponsored by Overcast, an independent podcast app that embraces the open world of podcasting instead of locking it down. No exclusives, no premium content, no paywalls, just a great podcast app for everyone. Get it for free in the App Store. Let's start the show. Are you recording? Mm-hmm. Are you recoursing like a hard horse journalist? Um, should I be? Yeah, I don't know what it means. Gonna, it doesn't mean anything. It's a detourism. Oh, I see. <coughs> this makes me being having a mic that goes in straight into your brain mm-hmm. so close to my mouth makes me realize how often I clear my throat and how often I cough. Can you not use the other mic? Or is that... Oh, that looks that looks to be a different fellow entirely. This big boy is plugged mm. into a PC mm. that is on the grind. And this little boy, this <laughs> fat man, is this little plugged chat. into a lapping top that is right in front of me. Study on Tesoro. That is French for rabbit top. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start the show. Let's start the show. <laughs> Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Blaster Podcast Presents Muff Movies! Yes! I am your host, Mark Soloff, and today, adjacent to the Muff Chamber, we have a very special guest uh, Skyping in all the way from the Queen's England. It's Grant Howard. I've sidled up to your Muff Chamber. Ah! <laughs> Hello, it's- Mark. Hello. Hi, Grant. Good sidle form. Thank you. It is so exciting to be here. To finally muff, to finally muff a movie it is, uh, is, is something I've dreamed of for many, many yeah. sleepless nights. That's important and hard. I'm important and hard. Well, why do you think you're on the show? Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> this was probably... Uh, what, what we're going to be muffing today was probably a, a listener request, oh. but... Uh, I, you know, I got those requests like three years ago right? and they just, they just dried up after the old post mule died. So (laughs) (laughs) it's not only a listener request, but a guest favorite. You, you like the matrix question mark? Um, I, the matrix is the most formative film when it comes to me, Grant Howitt. I have seen it about 30 times. I, I absolutely, I absolutely adored it when I was growing up. It was hugely important to me. Um, it's aged pretty well, and uh, we don't talk about the sequels. It's okay. No, we don't talk about the sequels. Ah, it's, it's a shame, you know. It's a shame, but it's but at, le- at least they didn't ruin it by making some terrible sequels and just over exploring the world. Uh, let us begin, mm. <clears throat> as is our custom, with a prayer. <laughs> no, we won't. Um. Oh, oh yeah, Grant. Mm-hmm. You remember how we do the Star Wars song, right? Yeah. We sing it. It is a time of cybercrime. In the green-tinted city of the city, a hacker by the scream name of Neo is asleep in his apartment. But little does he know, the world is about to get a lot more interesting for him in The Matrix. Smash cut! Cyberspace. It is a inky darkness, but within that black void of God knows what, we see glowing numbers sigils, runes, and also some kanji floating downwards. We must be... Any old bullshit we can put on a screen. (laughs) Orcish. We must be (laughs) deep within the internet. We hear the voices of the yet unseen cyber hacker agents Trinity and Cypher speaking over the phone question mark. Hey, you've been watching him, haven't you? It's very important to watch this man. Morpheus told us so. I think you got a crush on him. Just looking at the kanjis and all of the numbers going down here, he looks like a real sweet piece of ass. Jeez, Cypher, compared to you, I'd have a crush on bugs. (gasps) Wait a minute. It sounds like this phone has been bugged. We better hang up. Oh, no! (laughs) Smash cut. 
Interior, shitty tenement apartment Ugh. building. Ew. And possibly in Chicago, as we hear later, the street names are Chicago and street it, names. It is the Huar of the City Motel. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, just rain is just like dripping through every ceiling. Even like the second floor of the building that's insulated from the roof by like seven floors. The rain's coming in through there too. It's very it's badly built Chicago roofs. Oh, that's true. We had the great roof disaster of 1908 when a cow kicked over the roof. Why none of those roofs survived? (laughs) The the fire brigade couldn't put on any of the roofs. (laughs) Yes, we see a squadron of rough-and-tumble cops moving through the dark. Why are there no lights on in this building? They're moving through the dark hallways splinter cell style with their cop flashlights on all right boys hop 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 now listen uh listen there uh chicago cops uh, <laughs> uh hey hey i'm pretty sure i can do the accent how's it going <laughs> oh pretty good wait who <laughs> 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 oh I'm, I'm, an- I'm another chicago cop <laughs> Uh, the, the distinctive Chicago cop looked into his own uh, reflection in a dirty mirror <laughs> and had a freak out. But then he settled down and realized he was just one guy. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. Uh, hey there, Lieutenant. Uh, I hear that there's a uh, bad uh, uh, a terrorist hacker in this building. Mm, I, I hope that this guy is uh, not too big and uh, dangerous. Uh, I hope he's not a real strong beefcake type guy that could punch a cop. Ah, don't worry. All the intel reports is it's it's one little girl. One little girl. One one normal sized woman. We <laughs> we got our guns here. We're gonna go through the door. You with me on three? One, two, three. They kick Put your hands in the air. <laughs> they kick open the door. What's this? Is this the ghost of an old computer lab? There's just one woman clad in black shrink wrap, just like sitting there calmly. Ticking away at her old Tandy computer. It's 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 our heroin. Oh, good! Finally, the heroin's arrived. One of the cops grabs the bag and <laughs> scratches his arm and takes off. Wait a minute! It's just a little goyle. <laughs> All right, everyone, point the guns at her. <clears throat> okay, show's over there, sweetheart. Just get up slowly from that chair. And, uh, you know, turn and face your captors. They're all chuckling and laughing. Some of the cops are putting their safeties back on their guns, (laughs) emptying the bullets out of their clips. Locking their guns securely in boxes, throwing them out of the window. One of them Uh, is changing out of his police uniform, Mr. Rogers style, and putting on a comfortable fleece and shoes. (laughs) <laughs> One of them has strung up a hammock and is having a nice little sit down in the corner. Smash cut! Whoa. The downstairs. Downstairs on the street. Yeah, exterior. Exterior. We see a a an even more rough and tumble Chicago cop. Uh, possibly some sort of cop lieutenant. And he is he is approached by a mysterious man in a suit. I told you, feds, uh, we already uh, got all the help we need. Uh, <clears throat> according to my guys on the inside, uh, they it's just some sort of a little goyle all wrapped up in weird BDSM shit. Uh, you got nothing to worry about there, uh, man in black, uh, Mr. Alien Catcher, whatever you are. Wait, I didn't catch the name. What? Who are you? <laughs> uh, my My name is Mr. Smith. Agent Smith. Yes. Oh, that's a lovely name. What is that, Irish? Lieutenant, the orders were for your protection. Oh, you mean those orders that I, we shouldn't just send our roughest <laughs> yes, mugs you, yes, into you, the building? You shouldn't, you shouldn't just, well, for I can see through the window up here. There, uh, it looks like one <laughs> of them has put on a nightcap and is lighting a candle. <laughs> one, of the cop is, one of the cops is thrown bodily through the fourth story window. <laughs> Everything's fine! <laughs> you see? Yeah, they're fine. Not a problem here, agent. Uh, Lieutenant, your men are already dead. What? Smash cut. <laughs> we smash interior. cut into the interior of the uh, apartment. The woman, Trinity, <clears throat> uh, looks over her black-as-night sunglasses that she's wearing indoors. She surveys the meat bags known as cops, stands, and suddenly... 
weird. She does a crazy, like, kung fu wirework swan kick. The world seems to stop and rotate expressionistically around this one character. The cops are dumbfounded. They're wondering if the whole apartment building has been built on, like, a... a platform that swivels like some sort oh, of geez, elaborate this, musical this, theater set. This, this some kind of circus trick in here? What's going on? Is this, is this, uh, is this like the prestige? Is Christian Bale around here? <laughs> all Are of Christian them, Bales around here? All of them look left and right for Christian Bales, but all <laughs> they get is a very unchristian beating. You'll never find me. I'm in the basement. <laughs> is that Christian Bale? I'm one of the Christians, Bale. <laughs> Uh, Batman. Oh, I love Batman. <clears throat> yeah. Oh my God, Grant. A fight. Such kicking. A, a basically one-sided fight ensues. Yeah. What does Trinity do to these mooks? She throws a chair at a man. Goof. Oof. A man pulls a gun on her, and he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna do a shoot on her." And he does. She's bang, bang, bang. And she's like, "No way!" And she runs up around the corner, uh, which is somehow better for when, when you're being shot at. And she does. She does a really good kick and a punch, and then grabs another guy and spins around. And then she makes him shoot his own friend in the chest. Yeah. And I feel the film doesn't really focus on this enough of the, <laughs> the horrendous torment of that. Yeah. Oh, we've been on the force for 15 years. That was actually his partner. Who, like, showed him the ropes and was like, I'm getting short. I only have two more weeks on the force. And then me and Dana can retire to, uh, you know, uh, Miami. I was trying to think of somewhere nice, but not, like, too expensive. All we got to do is arrest one little girl in some sort of blindish gear. Should be real easy. It wasn't easy. He's dead. Shot through the window that the previous one was kicked out of. (laughs) And Trinity does a big run up onto the roof. Whoa. Flash cut. Suddenly, more cops uh, spawn in at the spawn site and uh, give chase. But <clears throat> how can these hobnail boots, old, you know, out of shape porkers ever compete with such a lithe gazelle as the martial artist hacker woman who's escaping them? Suddenly, the, the thick of the cops parts, and from their center dashes out a human streak, a black and white blur of Caucasian fortitude. It's Agent, <laughs> Agent Smith has suddenly somehow gone from the street level all the way up to the roof in the beat of a heart, and he <sighs> is gaining on Trinity. She leaps across one rooftop. She leaps across another. She leaps across a third greater rooftop. A rooftop that should be so far that uh, no one normal could leap across it. The cops stop and squeal as as their fears of a death by dropping all crash down upon their conscious, their psyches. But agents... Why are you making that jump, boss? I'm scared. Agent Smith simply pushes them out of the way and says, watch this. (laughs) <laughs> he presses a small button on his shoes, uh, well-polished heel, and go-go gadget springs shoot out. <laughs> he rockets across the expanse and lands with a perfect roll. <clears throat> uh, Trinity looks at him with disbelief. She runs down a big flight of stairs and jumps through a window and lands both guns facing the window. She's John wooing at that window as hard as she can. So many doves are flapping about. They're obscuring her shot. (laughs) And she, I don't know if she's scared or if she's just like, I need to wait here for a bit for when this agent comes through. Yeah. Get up. She has a small pep talk. I think think she's a bit scared to turn and not shoot the guys as as, as he comes through. Hmm. But it wouldn't make any difference anyway because agents are super cool and dodge bullets. They do. Grant. Don't spoil the the surprise dodge <laughs> moment. I'm so sorry. Everyone, please please forget that. Please uh, s- strike please, that from the record <laughs> court like, reporter. Uh, like take take your head and smash it smash it down by the temple into the nearest temp into the nearest table or hard object. So you forget what I just said. What if they do it too hard and you're responsible for the death of over 12 listeners? <laughs> <laughs> my co- my conscience can handle that. That's okay. It's just 12 <laughs> listeners. Um yeah, <clears throat> right. But the agent doesn't come through the window. No. What? What? Uh, what? 
could he be satisfying his lust for monster trucks somewhere out in <laughs> Chicago? Smash cut to the inside <laughs> of a monster truck. Oh, I, I'm so happy that I bought this monster truck. I had uh, 20 years of payments and finally it's mine. I can, I can move in fully. I hope not. <laughs> Trinity. Smash cut to Trinity. Wait a minute. Along the I think I think I need to explain as this is the first time we see that. And also you did the the physical motion that the characters do. <laughs> I I feel that there was enough going on there. And I also feel that as you are an expert, yeah. that you'll cut anything out if I say if it isn't funny or doesn't make sense. This is enough newbies. Um mm-hmm. so what Grant just conveyed is the happy trucker with a bright future ahead of him suddenly twitches and glitches. A digital friction moves throughout his corpulent frame and his face distorts into the handsome face of an elf. Oh, it's no, it's just... Elrond is here. It's Agent Smith. And somehow he demonically possessed and repurposed the body of this trucker. Now Agent Smith sits behind that mighty, mighty wheel. I wonder what happens to the people. What happens Um, to those people who get, like, agented? I think they just turn into a load of, like, pork chops. (laughs) Nice. Like, like, they just spawn as generic meat. So, like, uncooked brisket or some mints, and it'll just, boom, right after they're done. (laughs) And then one of our heroes who's been injured can just grab that, and the item will heal them a little bit. Yeah, they they can just chew on some raw meat, which is good. Smash cut. To the street, Trinity <laughs> running down the street. She's she, she needs a phone line to escape. She, well, she we needs all, a phone line. I mean, obviously, she needs a phone line. She, we all she need has a to phone answer line. this phone. It's really important. She answers this one phone on Wells and Lake. She's she's running to the phone. But what's this? What's what? The monster truck. It seems <laughs> it's driving past, and it seems to notice her. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's bright red headlights. Narrow slightly. <laughs> I'm gonna run me over this woman. <laughs> the grill bears its sharp fangs, and the monster truck roars. It bellows, and Trinity is hit with shock damage. <laughs> she loses a turn. <laughs> you know, from fear. The phone rings. It's a phone booth, kids. So mm. if you were born after like the year 2000. Uh, th- there was a thing such as a standalone phone that you'd put like change into, which was a thing that was like physical money, but smaller. Imagine someone had taken an old Nokia and then physically chained it to the inside of a small non-draining urinal. And that is what phone booths are. <laughs> it really was. There were simpler times. Yeah. Urine was yeah, cleaner so- back then though, because fewer antibiotics. Mm-hmm. You could drink it. You still can. Well, you shouldn't. The, <laughs> the truck. Grills. Oh, speaking of bared grills. <laughs> <laughs> the Trinity truck. picks up the phone, <gasps> pushes her hand <gasps> against the glass of the phone booth, and then... Whoop, oh, no. Too little, too late. That truck just m- morphs into the wall, <laughs> smashing everything in its path of destruction. <laughs> a cloud of brick plaster wafts out and Agent Smith steps down from his destroyed vehicle. <clears throat> he pushes the truck aside gently as though it were nothing more than a novelty paperweight. And he espies the damage he has caused. But what's this? There's no corpus delectum. This is less than ideal. Boys, <laughs> find me the corpse of a girl in BDSM clothing. It's gonna be a long night, fellas. <laughs> Smash cut. Interior, Neo's apartment. Neo, played by Keanu Reeves, is asleep at his keyboard. Yeah. Well, man. He's having a, he's having a power nap. Is this like young Batman getting started with like Batcave setup when it's you know, on a shoestring budget, because he is surrounded by various monitors and keyboards and mini... Minotaurs. <laughs> Minotaurs. Hi. <laughs> mini, Don't mind me. Mini disc players, maxi yeah. disc players. <laughs> <laughs> Medium disc players. <laughs> Discus players. Hello. 
uh, he has a he has he he has a room which is entirely powered by mini discs. Yeah, he he, he looks to he, he seems to to grind up mini discs and snort them for energy. <laughs> and there is a there's a mysterious message. <laughs> comes up on a screen in the you've got mail in the <laughs> command you've got prompt, plot in the command prompt of his computer which is that black window that has the green writing that we're all familiar with because we've all learned how to program at uh coding mm-hmm. boot camps ourselves mm-hmm. uh the command prompt starts to write words to him uh, like all by itself what? this is impossible how could Whoa. some how could somebody be communicating to him through his computer when it's not even connected to a telephone line? There's just no way. I haven't even dialed on onto the modem yet. Morpheus, wait, I'm Morpheus. Neo, it's me. <laughs> I'm. This is the type-to-text voice of... Holy shit, you can speak. Yes, I'm speaking through your computer speakers. Hey, uh, can you see my internet history on there? What is the internet? <laughs> Good. <laughs> uh, Neo, sorry to wake you up from your power nap, but I have a cryptic message for you. He's, uh, Neo is, is, is hurriedly trying to unplug the internet because this is, this is faintly terrifying. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure, go on, go on. He's having a Mr. Robot mm-hmm. moment. He's just sticking all of his computers in the microwave. <laughs> uh, guess what, Neo? You should follow the white rabbit. Uh, that is cryptic. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, good night. Uh-oh. Knock, knock. Neo is just about to get back into his Casper mattress. <laughs> what? <laughs> when get an... into his Casper mattress. <laughs> he slit open like a tonton. <laughs> yeah, that's the only way I, he feels I safe. thought these things smelled great on the outside. <laughs> um, ooh, bloop, sidebar. Pod talk. Grant. I am really into this podcast series now that has ended. It's over, and I got on board the train late. It's called The Black Tapes. Have you heard of this? Mm -hmm. I have heard of it. Um, And so I listened to season one, and part of their deal is, like, they purport to be a real, like, journalistic show, like an NPR situation, but it's actually, you know, fictional, supernatural stuff. It's all fibs. It's all fibs, that's right. Mm -hmm. Um, But in season two, they, like, got some listenership and got like legit sponsorship so they're constantly like interrupting the show to sell casper mattresses it's fucking ridiculous yeah and like when that... you're running from the supernatural you'll want bomba socks yes yes and it's... socks <laughs> that's that's the link you made that's you the... oh it's a solid crossover here yeah supernatural and sock yeah sure yeah 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 it's just it's i find it very distracting because i'm like oh yes yeah. i remember this from comedy bang bang mm. which is my example it's of the popular show that uses all those all those well, maybe, ads maybe maybe one day muff movies will be popular enough to sell out i mean i feel like we've sold out already but we're just like we're in a fourth world <laughs> country economy here in muffed movies so selling out is just like please buy me a coffee yeah fair. No, i mean i mean sell out to like big mattress <laughs> i i'm big mattress i'm not just gonna bend over for big mattress You'll bend over for me. I'm Big Mattress. I have three mustaches. <laughs> Wait a minute. Big Mattress? One in my face and two in other areas. The famous the famous Antarctic explorer? Yes. And fuck master. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, this now ends pod chat. There is a knock at the door. Uh, <laughs> Hey, Neil, it's me, your good friend, scumbag. Open up, broham. <laughs> I see you've brought your very cyberpunk friends with you. Yeah, this is delish. She wears a <laughs> she wears a culturally inappropriate series of neck rings that stretches her out in spite of her Italian heritage. Uh, <clears throat> this is my main man version 2.0 hey. <laughs> and this is our chaperone dolores hello <laughs> don't you kids get up to any shenanigans so anyway uh do you have the stuff neo <laughs> the man like fiddles with his nose as though he's an adamant cocaine aficionado yeah i got the stuff for you hang on 
Neo walks back into his bleepy bloopy apartment and, and he closes the door on his client. He closes the door. He's so rude. He's a but rude, he's, he, rude dude. He's distrusting. I find his apartment distrusting. Mm. That's a- he opens a copy of a philosophical book. <laughs> <clears throat> he's so the, deep. The book. The book winks the camera. <laughs> and inside there are mini discs labeled with numbers. Mm. What could it be? Could it be hot mixes? Is it is is it this month's top fifty illegally downloaded? Could Who can it, say? Could it be over thirty megabytes of data? <laughs> hey, there's over seven pages on here. <laughs> All right, here's your three thousand dollars. Thanks, man. This should keep you in whatever nerd fuel you'd like to do. You straight edge weirdo, I assume. I just drink Monster Energy all day long, nothing else. I haven't slept since 1996. But that was only like three months ago at the time of The Matrix. (laughs) You know... Still a long time. For professional underground hacksaw, Neo is in pretty good shape. He's got a hella six-pack. Yeah, he's not like ripped, but that is not the body of someone who lives in that apartment. I am I am fascinated, Mark, by this is this is going to be this is going to be talking about the show rather than talking about the movie. But it seems to be that every single Muff movies you go through, you either say that people are too flabby or not flabby enough. Yeah, I'm an American, are Grant. You, are, you, are you working through some issues? <laughs> no. Do you want him to look like a proper basement dwelling hacker? <laughs> look, Grant, I know this might be difficult for you. You're from England, and they don't have a lot of theater there. But I studied <laughs> theater with an oh. R, with an R E at the end. And there, if you're a a, a, a round boy, and you and you <laughs> aud- and you audition for swashbuckling pirate acrobat number one, you're not mm-hmm. going to get cast because of the audience mm. expectation that. Swashbuckling acrobat is not a round boy. Now, in reality, sure, there are some Clydesdales, as they like to call themselves. <laughs> some big boys who can... Some real horses. Some big boys who can do some real feats of uh, amazement. But like, do. The people's visual expectations are that if you, you know, if you're the computer nerd, you got to look like, quote unquote, stereotypical computer nerd. And it's not fair. Well, it's not well, right. He, he is, he's but too it, ripped. He's too ripped for his lifestyle Neo maybe he's is... just such a pro uh, uh, a genius that he got into mm. hacking like three weeks before the events of this <laughs> film and prior to that he was just like regular office guy who liked to play tennis on the weekends and was training for the half marathon maybe he was experimenting trying to find the matrix and pushed his finger into a power socket uh, <laughs> but it did like a whole year of those electro like jerk pads you get on your guts you can get the... it did that in one go and so the, now he's kind of muscled the things that ruin bruce lee's muscles i did is that what happened i've heard that i don't know enough about bruce lee to know if that's accurate but also mm-hmm. <laughs> In um, Shadows of the Empire, the Star Wars novel, Prince Shizor uh, uses that same technology to make himself even stronger. Oh, electric. Yeah, he's like a reptile man who's pseudo-Asiatic, and he tries to seduce Princess Leia with his pheromones. (laughs) I've got a lot of muscular pheromones for you, Leia. (laughs) I'm going to squirt them out of my jets. Yeah. Hey, hey, back to the scene. I'm I'm profoundly cyberpunk, and you look pretty wired, man. Who is this? It's okay. I'm I'm the guy outside. What's his name? Um, ass. What's his name? Scuzzbo. Scuzzbo. <laughs> Scuzzbo sounds. Scuzzbo. Scuzzbo sounds a little bit like your Neo. Scuzzbo. That's why I was Scuzzbo confused. Scuzzbo up here. <clears throat> uh, hey, so- I'm sorry. Sorry, Scuzzbo. Uh, <laughs> what exactly? Uh, I you gave me the money. I gave you your mini disc. Our business here is concluded. Why are why, you still why you lingering? Out, why do you come out dancing with us? Huh? <sighs> come have a real good time. Yeah, come have a real good time with us. Oh, I like Grant. I like that you're turning your body like the woman does to reveal. <clears throat> Dejour turns her body <laughs> and looks. <laughs> And looks at Neo appraisingly, uh, showing a bit of shoulder. Ooh, her Puritan uh, chaperone isn't going to like that. And just poking up... Throw away that fucking shoulder, girl. (laughs) Poking up just above the the, uh, top of her uh, shoulder joint 
are two telltale fuzzy rabbit ears. She pulls down her sleeve a little bit more. Ha! <laughs> and a cute little bunny jumps out. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit, bro. You let the bunny out. Everybody follow it. <laughs> a merry chase ensues. <laughs> Smash cut. Nightclub. Ooh. And funnily enough, the nightclub, club, the night cub, which is a, a jet black little cute bear that <laughs> chomps the bunny apart in front of a dance hall. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, we might as well go in. <laughs> but the nightclub itself is called the Smash Cut. Ah. The Smash <clears throat> yeah. Cut it has been built in the remains of two flooded basements that cl- crashed into each other. It looks like a real shit pile in there. <laughs> it was a tectonic coincidence. Mm. Yeah. Oh, Rob my. Zombie is playing. Yeah, this is very exciting. Mm. He's. It's the techno remix version of Dragula where he's talking about digging through the ditches and burning through the witches. Um, slam in the back of his Dracula. But Come on, slam it. Grant, I'm going to tell you a little bit of a uh, adult story here about old Mark Soloff. You didn't slam in the back of someone's Dracula, did you? <laughs> I was this close. In, in the back of Rob's Dracula? <laughs> Does he know? No, dude, no. Um... <laughs> Years and years ago, one of my friends got married, and he was uh, a man of of the caliber who goes to a strip club for bachelor party. So we right. went to a big strip club in Chicago, and when we walked in, that very song was playing, mm. and I felt like I had walked into a movie. You were approached <clears throat> by a saran-wrapped Carrie-Anne Moss. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, yeah, there was there was moss and there was carrion. But... <laughs> it was a medieval themed strip club. Yeah, it was like druid strip club. Medieval grimes. Now watch me shear the sheep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ain't she a beaut? All right. Oh, so... I'm gonna lift up all my robes. <laughs> Back to the nightclub. Oh, <laughs> Neo is standing next to Grant Howitt. Just like, just like feeling disdain for these young revelers who are so free with their bodies. He's like, Ugh, I'd rather be anywhere than somewhere where people interact with each other face to face. I didn't wear any mesh at all. I totally feel like I'm standing out. He is sipping on a Shirley Temple <laughs> through a straw. Ow! I'm feeling pretty sorry. <laughs> oh, sorry, Shirley. I'm feeling pretty sorry for himself. Oh, he's missing when? his ex-girlfriend, who he gave up to court Lady Hackington. I'm going to cut that. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. No, smash cut. We leave it in. <laughs> Flashback. Flashback. Yeah, I was going to say smash cuts. Neo, are... Neo, you have to leave her. I'm Lady Hackington. <laughs> you have to come with me and live forever in a modem. But I love Bridget. <laughs> No, you're right. Let's cut it. Cut. <clears throat> uh, Shirley Temple hobbles off, a trickle of blood issuing from <laughs> her um, uh, patella? No, what is that? The soft spot in a child's head? Uh, the, from her fontanelle. Yes. <laughs> a trickle of blood issuing from her fontanelle. One side of a body not moving a great deal. What is this fucked up place anyway? <laughs> oh, seems like you have a way with women, says Carrie Ann Moss, a.k.a. Trinity, as she leans against the rough-hewn wall of the grime palace. Neo, hearing the voice of another human talking in his direction, twitches, flinches, and cringes and <laughs> back towards her. <laughs> Grant just did a throw-up thing. <laughs> I love how physically committed you are. Well, I, I figured I, I figured I'd move away from the camera to, to do a proper wretch, so it would sound like Keanu Reeves was throwing up in the corner. Has anyone ever told you you're a proper wretch? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm Trinity. Hey, it's hey. for horses. Names are for noobs. I'm Neo. <laughs> Neo, I know, who you, I know who you are, Neo. What? I'm that famous tr- Trinity. I'm the one who did that job. You know? Oh, you mean you used the ice to crack the. Digibank on, on the yeah. sprawl by... Um, yeah, I cracked into the SenseNet pyramid. <laughs> I was on the Straylight run. Uh, you know, I 
Yeah, it just it teaches me a little bit about my preconceptions because I thought you were a dude. Well, fuck you. Also, you would send me all those emojis of the eggplant. Seemed like typical <laughs> dude behavior. I was trying to I was trying to lure you in, Neo. They're watching you. Uh, I know Neo turns and looks at all the dancers that are still dancing, but all like have their heads just screwed tight towards Neo's direction. Did that guy throw up over there? I think that guy <laughs> threw up over there. I mean, Is I'm, that Keanu Reeves? I'm butt wild, but I wouldn't throw up in the middle of a place I dance. <laughs> Rob Zombie stops his slamming. <laughs> Rob Zombie stops playing piano. Dung, 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 Turns around with a corncob pipe hanging out of his mouth. <laughs> I remember when there used to be rules in this joint. Place has really gone downhill since it flooded. The woman in a red evening dress sitting on top of his piano <laughs> stands up and leaves in a huff. Oh, come on, baby. We still got a number. No, what's through, Rob? I'm done with you. I'm going to get out of here. I'm oh. going to go to the other city. Oct- I'm going go to I'm gonna go to a named city, Robert. <laughs> Did you say rabbit? Robert? Rabbit zombie <laughs> yeah. takes off its Rob Zombie mask and a bunch of white bunnies flow out of the empty husk. Neo, they're watching you. Not just the people here in the club, but they. Wait, are they, is this a pronoun thing? Is there just one person watching me? No, it's plural. Oh, yeah, this is still the 90s. Yeah, it's cool. We haven't really got that yet. Someday. In fact, there's, there's going to be a lot of trans issues that were actually cut from this film. Really? Yeah, as it turns out. Anyway, we'll get to that later. Okay. Listen, Leo. <clears throat> Listen. It's the question that's been keeping you awake, awake at night. It's the question that means you can't sleep. Do you know what the question is? What is the Matrix? Neo says, exactly. re- reading the question off of his palm that he scribbled hastily <laughs> before he left the apartment. Also, underneath it is pick up eggs and milk. <laughs> <laughs> is it where we'll get eggs and milk? When you no- understand the Matrix, you won't need to. <laughs> Neo looks into the glittering disco ball. The harmony of the spheres plays in his ears as he contemplates the Matrix. Suddenly, eh, 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 eh. uh-oh, it's 9.03 a.m. He's slightly late for work. The worst thing in the world. <laughs> Friends is on his television mocking him about his cruelly, life choices. Cruelly staying in bed. And he goes into his office, where he meets a real shit heel who is his boss. Mm, Mr. Anderson, <laughs> is it? Uh, or employee number 531, as I prefer to think of you. It is now 9.23 in the morning. Do you understand the significance of that uh, particular uh, date time stamp? I'm really sorry, sir. I was I was at a cool cyberpunk club kissing girls. <laughs> the boss has a real inner conflict about this. Uh, well, be that as it may, uh, you're one of our best software program writers, which is what that job title is actually called, I'm sure. That's what I do. I write software programs. <laughs> You're an excellent writer of software programs. Anyway... An author. Yeah. I mean, you make very few format or spelling mistakes in your writing. Thank Uh, you very much, sir. The point is, even though you're valuable to our company, you you think you're special. And if there's one thing this company values above all else, it's not being special. Neo uh, stifles a tear. (laughs) If you're late again... I'll have your balls in such a tight vice that you'll wish that you were born with balls the width of a tight vice. Hold on, I had something back. <laughs> Wait, let me check my notes. No, come back! <laughs> Neo, Neo is... is uh, while the man was getting his ball of ice out of his desk, Neo has, has, has snuck off. Like a special in. employee. Mm, like, like like a real special employee, he goes and sits in his boring grey cubicle in his boring grey office. Ugh, so nineties. On his boring grey CRT computer. Now, Grant, here's something I noticed. Um, Neo's suit jacket in this scene mm-hmm. has a yellow, like inner lining. Mm-hmm. There's a part when it flaps out, and you see it's like a a little baby chick color yellow. 
Mm-hmm. And then later in the movie, I'm pretty sure one of the agent's coats flaps and you see a yellow lining. Do you think there is a significance to that? I think if you want to think there's a significance, death of the author and everything, so it can be super important to you. I mean, I was wondering, like, is it so detailed that, like, the lame suits of the Matrix all have to have yellow inside? When you're in the Matrix and you're wearing a lame suit, it's yellow inside. I don't think so. I don't know. Maybe. Yes. Yes. Twice. Three times. Is it because much of this film was filmed in Australia and there, instead of a green light for go, it's yellow? Yeah. Don't drive in Australia. (laughs) Is that why I got into so many traffic violations in Australia? (laughs) Hey, I got a FedEx package here for a Mr. Mr. Uh, Anderson. Yes, I'm Nee Anderson. <laughs> I mean, <clears throat> whatever my first name is. Hey, cool. Have a nice day. Love you lots. Now, now is, is that FedEx guy, Mouse, from the crew of the Nebuchadnezzar? I don't know, is he? I don't know. I thought so, but oh, okay. I, I wasn't looking super hard. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think like, like if we're going to do the boop, you have to deliver it with more intensity, more surety. Uh, Okay, hold on. Mm-hmm. Was that FedEx guy, Mouse, <laughs> from the Nebuchadnezzar? That was much more intense. Whoop. Is that a little guy? Yeah. <laughs> and he has a wank over the lighting. Quiet, Tom Waits. I'm trying to read <laughs> this FedEx envelope. Tom Waits uh, shuffles back into the trash heap from whence Crap he. Crap wise. lady. <laughs> <laughs> Neo, Neo rips open the FedEx envelope, and out of it, uh, he produces a mystical cell phone. He looks at it, and it begins to ring. What? Suddenly, like an awesome, weird weapon gun clip, the bottom talky mouth part snicks out, and uh, he hears the uh, telltale dial tone, <laughs> the telltale phone sound of an important man's voice. Hello, Neo. Nianu Reeves puts the phone to his ear. Uh, who is this? You know who this is, Neo. No, <laughs> there's no okay. caller ID. Okay, it's it's Morpheus. I'm terribly <gasps> sorry. It's Morpheus. The Morpheus? Yes, Big Daddy Morpheus from the computer. You know, I this shows my prejudices, but I, I always thought you were a girl. Well, okay. <laughs> all the I'm, I mean, all those clam emojis you sent me. <laughs> I just really like clams. <laughs> of course. I like clams and peaches. Listen, you like to... They're coming for you. God damn it, everyone says that, but no one has come for me. It's a different day from last night, but also... The, the, listen, look at the elevator. Okay. Neo stands up and, like, um, meerkats over the press board wall of his cubicle. The elevator opens, and in a cloud of black smoke... <laughs> Three robed dun, figures of <laughs> the uh, most frightening FBI-looking agents stride out, and all like in robotic unison start scanning the office with their eyes, not with their scanners. I can help you leave, Neo, but you have to do exactly as I say. It's crazy, but mm, I didn't want to really spend the full day at work anyway. Okay, what do you need me to do? Crawl up in the air vent and hide. What? Neo looks at your chair. Unscrew (laughs) the air vent with your teeth. It is possible. Now hide in there. At the air vent, ten feet above his desk. (laughs) Jump, Neo. You can do this. I'm Morpheus. This is crazy. Okay, okay. It might take a few goes. (laughs) Neo gets on top of his desk. The cheap plastic desk cracks in. He falls down, really cranking his knee on the side of the cubicle wall. (laughs) (laughs) He looks up. uh, Cartoon birdies uh, fill his vision, swirling over him from the the pain. Mr. Anderson, let's have a talk, says an agent standing directly above him. Ah, beans. Okay. Smash cut. Interior. A mysterious black site interrogation room. A room with no <laughs> no walls. <laughs> <laughs> no roof. Just like Chicago. It's a picnic. Yeah, they're a sitting, black site picnic. They're sitting at a park bench in a totally <laughs> <laughs> totally empty park. Uh, Agent Smith uh, sits across the bench from Neo. 
whose hands are handcuffed like a real prisoner. Mr. Anderson, Agent Smith says as he produces like the old-timiest file folder, unwrapping its little (laughs) string lock. He pulls it open, a moth flies out. According... Blows dust off it. (laughs) Picture a man... A man who's living two lives. One of those lives is a typical software program writer. The other is a hacker known by the alias Neo. Hang on, hang, hang, hang on slow down. Is this the same guy or is this two different guys? I'm trying well, to picture him. You tell me, Mr. Anderson. One of these men has a future. The other one, less so. You must choose, but choose wisely. Agent Smith presents a series of cups. <laughs> I'm gonna have. I'm, I'm gonna have to have the cup, which looks really shitty. The shit cup. All right. Agent Smith pushes the shitty-looking cup towards Neo. Neo picks it up. Oh, it didn't wither him into a pile of dust. This must be the true Christ All right. cup. <laughs> nice. All right, you win that one. <clears throat> Your reward is you can give me one finger gesture, which will indicate how you feel about these questions. Okay. Neo gives a big thumbs up. <laughs> Wait, no. And he gives a thumbs down. Wait, oh. no. How about I give you the finger and you give me my goddamn phone call? Hugo Weaving. Australian? Is he an Australian man? He's an Australian man. Australian actor takes a moment to interpret the finger gesture as, in Australia, giving someone the middle finger is a different finger. Is it, Grant? In no, it's, Engl- it's, it's, it's rude, but I, like, it's in, not. In oh, England, that's, that's, they do this. Uh, yeah, the, the v, is, v is softer. You can do that, and that's not, that's not quite as rude as doing one finger. Really? Yeah. You guys got finger technology? Yeah, we got finger tech. <laughs> wow, what an international melting pot the world has become. Neo looks at his mouth. He can't look at his mouth. He can't do that. <laughs> wait, wait, Neo. wait. Wait, wait. No, it's canon now. His mouth is sitting on the table. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> what good is a phone call, Mr. Anderson, if I've stolen your mouth with a trick goblet? <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Neo's mouth uh, grimaces on the table, and Neo uh, reaches up to where his mouth should be. All he can feel is smooth, fresh skin, wrinkle-free, just like a baby's bottom. Agent Smith reaches across and grabs <laughs> Neo's nose with his fingers. Got your nose as well. <laughs> Uh-oh. Neo can't breathe anymore. <laughs> Smith has gone a bit far. Terribly sorry. Listen, I'm going to put a horrible, gribbly thing in your belly button. Just say if you don't want me to. They push Keanu Reeves down onto the park bench table. (laughs) (laughs) Someone someone walking their dog goes by, looks at them, and then hurries on. (laughs) That's Chicago. Uh, They open up a vial, says, um, warning, electronic squiggly bits inside. From the vial morphs out a disgusting insectoid sort of sea creature, and they push it up against his inny belly button. It begins to burrow and thrust itself deep inside of his chest cavity. That's not how belly buttons work. Like, there's no blood when this thing burrows into him. A belly button isn't just like an easy access hole into your body. They should have put it in his mouth. I beg to differ. (laughs) And furthermore, what if Neo was an Audi? Well, thankfully, it's a simulation, but we don't know that yet. Spoilers. Oh, that's a great point. They could have just pressed it against his skin and been like, Gabbadagoo! Could have just just, stuffed it into his eye real gentle with with a chopstick. Yeah, or they could have snapped their fingers and been like, now you're bugged because you're in a simulation. And we mm. control computer. Anyway, he wakes up. Gah! Oh, thank goodness. He feels it's... his mouth. It's just as pristine as it used to be. Fantastic. I love it. I love the way my mouth works now. <laughs> Speaking of mouth work, ring, ring, <laughs> ring, ring. <laughs> Hello. Hey. Neo, this is your good friend Morpheus. Internet dad? <laughs> yes, that's me. Whoa. Neo, we don't have much time. 
I know you want to know what the Matrix is, so meet me under Dilapidated Bridge. Why can't you just tell me over the phone? I'm really tired. Mmm, good question, Click. Ah, beans. Smash Smash cut. cut. Two, a bridge. It's raining harder than it has ever rained in, in the history of rain. It is, like, nowhere goes past on a big fucking arc. There's some doves knocking about. The giraffes are eating each other. The and- leviathan falls from the sky. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my leg. And a cool car pulls up underneath the bridge where Neo is waiting. Oh, man. Is this the legendary Dracula? <laughs> the back door opens. <laughs> And the extreme sports calendar model from the Mighty Boosh <laughs> looks out. Hot hop in the car. <laughs> well, at least nah. you guys are friendly. Suddenly. No, I, I have a gun. Oh, no. I had it on you the whole time. Oh, no. I'm actually quite standoffish throughout the entire movie. <laughs> Wait a minute. Is that H.R. Giger? <laughs> I, was, I was hiding in the boots. <laughs> I was I was make I was busy working on the designs for the real world later on. <laughs> I'll be in my studio. He scurries off down a manhole cover. Nice. Way to, way to really package that bit up. <laughs> End of problem. End uh, of problem. Yeah, Neo faces down the barrel of a cyber gun. He looks at Trinity's beglassed eyes. What? Is this a setup? No. The gun's for our safety. We need to see if they've put any horrible, gribbly things in you. Okay. <laughs> sure, whatever. Um, I, have su- this, I have this Henry Hoover. <laughs> like, suddenly, uh, a Hellboy-style, like, bonkers weapon is produced from the back seat. Trinity wields this 150-pound belly gun and... <laughs> Let's see them tits, she says to Keanu Reeves, <laughs> who has to pull up his shirt to show he's show not wearing mama a wire. what you're made of. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> this is just like hacker initiation night. They push the cylindrical pint glass aperture against Neo's tum-tum, and suddenly an electronic squeal squeals up. His belly writhes and wriggles. <laughs> Gorg! Uh-oh. Holy shit, that thing's real! <laughs> the the cyber mantis is suddenly splooted into a receptacle chamber Hi. in a little... <laughs> I was in your belly button. My cover's been blown. <laughs> <laughs> Away! And like a real... Uh, uh, um, what do they call it? I don't do it enough to remember the name. Like a real litter bug... <laughs> See how I just kind of built myself up with that humble brag? That was great. I thought Trinity, it was sex thing. Tr- <laughs> the litter bug. No, Tr- you, no yeah, go on. Trinity empties the contents of the pint glass out onto the rainy road, and the little digital spy dies in the rain. I think that's strange. You'd think they'd want to, like, snap it or something, but apparently it can't survive outside of the warm womb of a belly. I'm only suited to living in belly buttons. <laughs> Not on the street where I could be run over by an ark or an H.R. Gagger. (laughs) Oh, no, this one's dead already. (laughs) Looks like soup and crackers for dinner. (laughs) 